0: To locker room guys where we watch it, so then you don't have to uh we got a massive weekend of course i'd probably say that every week but we had the nfl draft nba playoffs uh i mean loose twins are red hot let's just hop right into it we'll start off with the nfl draft we're gonna go over our winners and losers i mean i'll just start off with one of my winners real quick the pittsburgh steelers having kenny pickett fall in their lap at 20 and then also having George Pickens fall in their lap in the second round. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better way for the draft to turn out. I mean that way anyway. And I mean it's really exciting to see what our future is going to look like considering that our entire offense is under the age of 25.
1: Um Pickens was a second rounder anyways though, but so I fall I don't know he didn't really fall. But fought. a lot
0: of people a lot of people like I saw like my drafts with him fringe, you know. First round, second round, and then early second round. But, yeah, back to us at fifty-two. I'll take.
1: Well, it. I, I I'm gonna admit, like I wanted him. We were ahead of you guys, and no, never mind. Yeah, we were, but you guys, we didn't take him. But like, yeah, he was like there. But also, some people had that Western Michigan guy higher than him. It's just, but no, I I wanted Pickens too. But that was a good pick. And I mean, we'll see with K. Pickett. I mean, obviously, they know more than. I like, I hate always like telling, saying how good teams really did in the draft when they know obviously way more than I do. But
2: well, yeah, yeah, I mean, thought
1: it was like a solid draft. Going into
0: it, I'm like, Malik Willis is their guy. I mean, just hearing from what like Tomlin's been saying, everything against that 20th pick, I thought for sure they were going to call off Willis. They get in picket. And I mean, obviously, pickett has been around like literally right next door. to the Steelers like his whole career they know everything about him I totally trust the pick if I mean that's the guy they wanted so I'm totally fine with it
1: yeah I mean I don't want to I thought I mean obviously the quarterbacks in general weren't that good I thought um from what just like I heard and everything I thought Malik Willis was better than Pickett but obviously he didn't really play a lot of competition so it's like it was so hard to judge what quarterbacks are which because like the top quarterbacks because Kenny Pickett he um he played for like five years. He only had one good year, and it was in the worst uh, the ACC's ever been. And then Malik Willis played for Liberty, and Ritter played for Cincinnati. It was just like it was hard to evaluate them because none of them really had played against the top competition. It seemed like
0: yeah, uh, Liberty, Biberty, Liberty, Liberty, yeah. neutral, uh, Liberty, 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 Liberty. But Pitt, I mean. Like, I don't know. I don't even know where I want to go with this. At least he fucking won there, though. Like, it's not like fucking... Well, as did the other he didn't guy. win when he was at Pitt. What? Oh, so, I mean, at least he, like, won while he was, you know, starting quarterback at Pitt. I mean, so, I'll...
2: <laughs>
0: I don't know. We'll figure it out. But next, I'll go to a loser's side. The Packers, they would rather... Put a fucking gun in their mouth, then pick an offensive lineman in the first round for fucking Aaron Rodgers. I did.
1: So the thing is with that, I did like I I listened to some people talk about it, and they it makes a little sense that they didn't just draft the receivers because first of all, Rogers said he when he signed, he didn't realize he didn't really know what Tay was doing. Like he didn't he thought he was coming back still, and then also he doesn't he didn't sign like a four year deal. He signed a four year deal but it goes year by year so he can retire anytime he wants and he literally came out saying he's 50/50 on retirement. So what's the point of them building around Rodgers if he just leaves next year? You know? Like let's say they they draft like the best receivers and like other weapons and then he just leaves.
0: You know I never really thought of that. And that's a really good point because I think going into this year, I mean people have been kind of saying this but I think it's going to be an absolute shit show for the Packers this year. I think there's going to be just way more drama. They're going to be a worse team. That's why the drama will come. And, yeah, I mean, they, like, got rid of, like, everybody. I mean,
1: yeah. So I, just Taze, very
0: Smith. I, I mean, think another guy, too. I mean, it just – I don't think – So, I, I
1: think – I'm guessing their plan is just, like, just get a better team. Like, don't build around a quarterback who might not even be here next year. Let's build around a team, you know, in that sense. But I don't know.
0: Uh, going back to my winner's side, the Jets, holy shit. I mean, J-E-T-S. I had that one. Down. Yep. Like Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, Brees Hall, Jeremy Ruckert even, the tight end from Ohio State. I think he was a top uh, tight end in yeah, that he's... group. But, I mean, obviously Sauce Gardner, everything about him is just great. Garrett Wilson, arguably the best receiver in his class. I mean, that's what everybody had him ranked as. Jermaine Johnson, I saw him going as high as 10. And then Bree yeah. Hall could have went anywhere for a running back. So, I mean, that, that draft is just unreal for them. And
1: if they can somehow get like like Debo or something, because that was like Debo, that's a possibility for them. He's like one of the favorites, the Jets are. But I mean, yeah, if they can get him too, obviously that's not part of the draft. Yeah, I thought they killed it.
0: Uh, speaking of Debo, though, I just saw something today where the Ravens are now like the front runners to get Debo. And obviously, like, I'm shitting my pants about that. And I feel like in that offense, too, that would be like a great addition, especially since Hollywood's gone too now. I mean, that's that might keep me up at night.
1: Yeah. I thought, I mean, we can touch on the Ravens. I had them as one of my winners. They killed yeah. it. I thought, so one did I the, like Kyle I mean, Hamilton when they got where they got him at exactly. And Linderbaum, they got him like really late and arguably he's the best lineman. It's just he can only play center. But if he could play more multiple positions on the line, he probably would have been a top five pick. And then a Ajabo they got the only reason because he got hurt. Like he had an ACL or something. That's the only reason he fell. And then they just loaded up on tight ends because all he can do is run the ball. So might as well get athletic guys that can run with like the runners. I don't know. I thought they killed it.
0: Yeah, I mean, year in, year out, as a Steelers fan, watching the Ravens draft, it's, like, the most impressive (laughs) thing ever. I mean, like, for you, I imagine you going to the draft just fine because you're like, oh, we're going to, you know, get our picks, whatever. Then the other people in our division are going to blow their picks, too. And, but in mine, the fucking Ravens, they're, like, known to be the best drafting team in the NFL. We're, like, almost right behind them. But it's just every year they have a great draft. I mean, Ajabo... I think he's kind of got a little Bud Dupree thing going on where he might have uh, boosted stats from having Aiden Hutchinson on the other side. But, I mean, they were saying how they interviewed Kirk Ferentz, like a bunch of Big Ten coaches. They are saying, like, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, he's hard to stop. But you look at the guy on the other side of the line, too, and he's a monster as well. And, yeah, I mean, Kyle Hamilton, I was watching the – draft with beast vikings fan and he wanted kyle hamilton so bad he's like i don't know just going nuts about it he's like if he falls with us it'll be a great pick they traded back then obviously the eagles jumped ahead and got uh their guy jordan davis like everybody had jordan davis going there but i mean they made the right pick anyway like kyle hamilton he's like a lot of a lot of draft analysts had him as the top player on their um in the whole and draft
1: and it is before his uh combine because his combine is really bad but
0: it was something with like his 40 time was really it was
1: bad Four eight it was or four. it was bad
0: but then they're showing film of like his in-game speed and it's unreal so
1: yeah no yeah going in like right when the season ended or like in the middle of the season like college season everyone had him like one of the best players in the draft but then his combine was so bad so he kind of fell but yeah they, they they kill it every year i mean death taxes they're gonna have a good draft
0: Um, Going back to my loser's side, I mean, this could be controversially debated all you want, but I thought the Texans, like, did not. For them having two first-round picks, a lot of teams had two first-round picks. I didn't think they got what they should have. I think the Texans right now, the last thing you do is, like, take a gamble, and they took a gamble on three guys. I mean, they took Derek Singley first, which he was, like, projected going middle first round. Obviously, he had a great freshman year. If he would have came out, he would have been drafted so high but uh then he gets injured or he like skipped COVID year then next year he gets injured and it's like one of those re-aggravating injuries not a good history behind it then they take Kenyon Green offense tackle from I think AM. and like out of all the linemen drafted in the first round I'm like pretty sure he's the worst one other than the Patriots fucking center they got and then they take John Mechie and he's got injury history too with his ACL being blown
1: yeah and they like they got him before quite a bit of receivers didn't they like he went before pickens, i think,
0: oh yeah, yeah, he was one of the earliest well recent, yeah, he a guy guy.
1: yeah, he went early it was a I thought it was a stretch, but i mean obviously he's good, but yeah, i thought they reached a couple for a couple of them
0: it's just like the uncertainty with all three of them it's like i i just don't get like they have absolutely nothing right going for them right now. They're probably the worst team in the NFL and they're just taking shots in the dark on guys. I just don't get it
1: they're I mean, a lot of like boomer bust, like those guys could be really good. Obviously. No, oh, exactly. Talent. Yeah. Again, that's what they went with, I guess.
0: Um, Another winner. I have the other team in New York, the G man, Uh, KB on Thibodeau. Obviously there's like a lot of noise about him. He's fucking, he's a great player. Like I think, like a lot of people are saying, oh, if he loves football or not, blah, blah. Well, they asked, they said the same thing about Michael Parsons last year, if he liked football and he's like the best linebacker in football now. And then they got Evan Neal from Alabama, great offense tackle. I mean, it, I think they definitely got way better in the draft uh, this year.
1: Um, or Evan Neal was the best player in the draft in many guys' eyes. Yeah. It's just whether you needed a, a lineman or not.
0: Uh, Going back to my losers, I have the Colts. I mean, they traded back so far just to not get their guy. Uh, They took wide receiver Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati, and I haven't heard, like, really anything good about him so far. And they traded back right before the Steelers, or right after the Steelers, and the Steelers drafted uh, Pickens, like we said. And so I think that really just, I don't know, took the wind out of their sails, and they had to go with Pierce because they had to go wide receiver.
1: Yeah, because they didn't, like, have any – they didn't have any picks, to, like, really to start with. But, yeah, they – I just didn't really – I didn't really pay attention to them much. I just know they drafted late, and, yeah, they reached, like, right away.
0: Then uh, another winner I have, the Lions. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, Jameson Williams. Like, can't go wrong with either one of them. Uh, I mean, I don't think we really got to say anything else about that. But uh, another loser, Patriots, like I said earlier, they – Apparently got a third round talent with the first round pick, but it's Belichick. So, I mean, I can't really, I know he's like famously can't pick skill position, to save his life, but I imagine this center is just unbelievable.
1: He's like one of the worst drafters though. Like Belichick never drafts good.
0: They're saying like, uh, like front seven guys drafting, like they're unbelievable, but like everything else is just terrible.
1: I thought they were by far the biggest loser considering every team in their division, whether free agency or the draft got way, uh, 10 times better and they just didn't do anything.
0: No. Yeah. Like a lot. You talk about like the AFC West, AFC North, like a lot of people are talking about them for top uh, divisions of football. But like, if you look at the NFC East, or AFC East, they got on like way fucking better too. I mean the Patriots are the Patriots than the dolphins the jets just had insane draft and then uh the bills obviously who are like favorites in it but that's another insane division in the afc
1: yeah i just pages didn't get any better it seemed like not even just the draft it's just free agency like free agency for the other teams have been big like getting tyree kill for the dolphins and then the jets just how they drafted and potentially like a debo that's like obviously probably probably won't happen but like he's potential i mean Pages didn't do anything. They just kind of sat back, like, like, kind of like they've always have, though. They've always kind of done that. They've never really made big moves ever. And I don't know. I think it's starting to catch up now that they don't have Tom Brady throwing it.
0: Uh, the next winner I have is the Chiefs. I mean, they get Trent McDuffie. Washington is just, a, like, factory for DBs, it seems, anymore. Uh, George Kerry Loftus, he – was like, we know him just from playing at Purdue. Like he was a fucking menace. And then uh Sky Moore. Uh, so Sky Moore, he was a quarterback like before, or he might've been a quarterback, like going into college, turn wide receiver. His first season at wide receiver, just absolutely tore it up. Like for him, like just learning the position and like being as talented as he is. I thought he's going to the Steelers. Like I saw like Steelers mock drafts where they were taking him. I've like seen like a bunch of stuff on him. I love the pick. Like I think he's going to be a great player.
1: Yeah, he's fast too, and that's obviously what this what they need <clears throat> in Kansas City. And then they got they got some protection too. They are just they it's it's when you're that good, it's hard to like not draft well, you know, because you just got to get guys that are safe and that are just gonna be there. I don't know that that are safe. Like I said, they're not. You can't. You don't need to reach. You don't need to try to get some stud. Just get a safe pick, and and they'll be solid. Because they'll if they are bad, it'll over. They're all their other good players will overshadow it. So it's like, it's going to be hard for them to draft like a bust.
0: Then my last loser at the Titans. I mean, kind of like what the Patriots do. I just don't think they got any better. Like if anything, they got worse. I mean, getting rid of AJ Brown and then they got, uh, was it Burks from Arkansas? Yeah. But I mean, it's really hard to say he's going to turn out to be like AJ Brown caliber guy. So, I mean, it just looks like their team. Yeah. Like draft, this weekend just got worse
1: they they did get malik willis though so i mean if if it's like what they say like if he is the best quarterback in the draft i mean that's good but yeah you lose aj brown it's like it's even
0: still though getting malik willis like you're not getting better like i i agree with the pick because he dropped that far you're like fuck like we got to take him but like it's not like he's gonna play next year
1: no yeah but he doesn't need to play they got to enough team where right can, i know that's
0: just why i'm saying that, like it, their team like that's gonna play next year like didn't get any better
1: i get you i get you i yeah i mean i felt like when they lost aj brown they just like i don't know if they panicked and needed the like, we needed our receiver so they took one but I, I mean he's good receiver they got but aj brown's aj brown so it's tough it's tough to like get better than that than what when you lose him but i mean if you can get somewhere similar then there you go
0: uh, then that's all I had for losers. But for the rest of my winners, I had the Saints. I mean, Alave and Trevor Penning. My favorite story out of the draft was a story of like Penning before games will watch horror films and like study the villains in them because that's what mindset he wants to be in before games. Like, I just think that's psychotic. But I mean, I guess whatever it takes to make it to the fucking NFL.
1: Yeah. They had an interview. He said something about what's your favorite part of football or something about favorite part of your position. He said, Physically assaulting the other guy in front of me.
0: That is insane.
1: (laughs) And he was like he was really small when he got to the UNI. I don't know if you saw the like before and after picture when he first got there on his visit compared to now. Like he was like hardly fitting like a kicker's jersey when they got him.
0: (laughs) Have you ever seen him on campus at UNI? No. Yeah, me neither. I didn't really know
1: know. what it looks like, so
0: Uh, And then my last one are the Eagles. I mean, we kind of hinted at it with getting A.J. Brown, but they also got Jordan Davis, the biggest unit I've ever seen coming out of the draft, probably since, like, Miles Garrett. But then uh, they also got Nicole Dean. He was, like, the leader on that Georgia defense, and it's just injuries that made him drop that far. They got him right before Pittsburgh did. I know Pittsburgh was eyeing linebacker, like, pretty big, and he was somebody I really wanted to get. But, I mean, Nicole Dean, yeah, he's, he's a fucking stud.
1: Oh my god. Eagles I think were the biggest winners by far. I don't think it's close. I mean getting AJ Brown is enough said there and like Jordan Davis is Jordan Davis. He's huge. I mean going him with Fletcher Cox is going to be insane. And then Nicobe Dean in the 3rd round is like mind blowing. Like he he's su- he's such a good player and getting him that late is such a steal. Yeah,
0: I mean like a lot of people we're saying he could even go like late in the first round, and he dropped that yeah. far, and everybody was like surprised by it. And I mean, if you're going to get a guy like that in the third round, and maybe he doesn't turn her out, like who gives a shit? Like the yeah, the, what you're paying for, it's amazing. But uh, fuck, what was I gonna say oh, and AJ Brown too. Him and Jalen Hurts are like super close. I guess I like I didn't even know that until he got traded. But I guess yeah, if them two are <laughs> real good buddies, and for the Eagles. Every year in, year out, picking bad receivers other than last year. I mean, we might as well just get a guy who already proved yeah. himself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it goes back wide draft. Like, I, I always think it's better to get a proven guy than, like, draft a wide receiver. Like, if you can get a guy that's proven that he's good and the Pro Bowl, or, like, obviously get him over drafting anybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at the Rams.
1: Yeah, it's like, exactly. <laughs> get guys that you know they're good.
0: Then uh, last thing I have for NFL, Tyron Matthew today. He's going to the Saints. Um, I mean, I know the Steelers were, like, in the market for him. I had zero confidence we were going to get him because we already re-signed Terrell Edmonds. But, yeah, I mean, Saints are secondary just got even better.
1: Yeah, and that's a big blow for the Chiefs defense, uh, losing Tyron Matthew. But, I mean, he was probably – he's going to leave, like, I think. I don't know if he was ever going to come back back. Saints defense is already good enough, and you got him.
0: No, like, the Chiefs yeah. – it, it's the Chiefs, it's so interesting, too. Like, I don't want to compare these two, but, like, a lot of people are. They're comparing uh, Mahomes to Rodgers, where, obviously, they're, like, top two quarterback in the league, like, every year, but they only have one Super Bowl, and just nothing ended up turning out right, like, the rest of their career to end up winning. I don't think Mahomes is fucking Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think that Andy Dalton's Mike McCarthy – but, I mean, it is, like, interesting to think about.
1: Um, how can you compare those two? It doesn't make any sense. How long has Rodgers been in the league? How long has Mahomes been in the league?
0: Yeah, but uh, Rodgers like, Rogers won a Super Bowl when he was really young and then hasn't won anything since. That's why they're comparing he him.
1: He hasn't even gotten there. Like, Mahomes has been there three times now.
0: It's is like it? four straight AFC championships, I think.
1: I mean, Rodgers can hardly get there. Riders only been to one one super bowl
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i didn't agree with that either i just thought i'd bring it up i mean it's like interesting to think about but i mean to compare the two situations that's just kind of a fucking stretch here
2: Mm -hmm.
1: oh i want to talk about bears draft a little bit i think i think they did really good obviously i didn't know a lot of the guys they got i didn't really study it too much but getting two safeties in a corner which is kind of what we need. We all, we only have three court safeties on our roster and one's Eddie Jackson. The other two are not very good. So, I mean, two safeties and then getting a quarter from Washington. You, I mean, we, we said it earlier, Washington historically has gotten pretty good secondary players in the NFL. And then we got a wide receiver. I don't know. I mean, he's just fast, I think. And then we got three all linemen. So like, I think they, I think they did really good and they didn't uh, at, having a new GM Trading back and just getting a lot of picks is huge when you're a young team. And that's what they did. They just kept trading back. They didn't, they never reached for anything. They just took their time, got what they wanted. And then they had so many picks. Getting an edge guy too, losing Cleo Mack is huge. And then getting another running back. And we know having two running backs in the NFL is very helpful. So I thought they did a really good job. Nothing that stood out really flashy picks or anything, but I thought they did. Yeah, I mean, well.
0: that's what I kind of noticed with this draft though, like there's either teams with absolutely shit ton of draft picks or there was like some, or there's teams with none. And I mean, like the Steelers weren't a case of either of those two, like we just had our normal picks, but I mean, it was like that just amount of teams that had two first round picks. Like, I think there was like, there had to be like at least five teams.
2: Yeah.
1: So. No, yeah. bears didn't have any first round, but then they just kept stacking picks late. Like they just kept trading back. Cause like, we don't, when you're a young team, like, and the new GM, like I said, just get as many picks, get as many cap, draft capital as you can, and then see what you can do with that.
0: Well, and for a new GM, too, just to come in and then, like, try to, like, take a home run shot on somebody, I mean, I think that's a shitty way to start oh, off your career.
1: yeah, awful idea.
0: Uh, let's move into the NBA, though. So, your T-Wolves, my Bulls got eliminated. Um, I mean, shit happens. I think we – both in things our year even though you'll probably argue with me about that but
1: well i obviously we're not it's not a championship or bust right right but i just i don't know but the timberwolves if they weren't so fucking stupid at basketball they should have won that game in five games but there's idiots like they're stupid if you just watch them play
0: (laughs) they they need nick nurse or something or jay wright
1: Goat Finch, he's our guy.
0: <laughs> All right, uh so now the 76ers are playing the heat, that's today. But uh Bucks versus Celtics, game 1, let's talk about that. So the Bucks win and it was really ugly for the Celtics. I kind of wish we had coin on for this. But I mean, Giannis, he has a cool 24, 13 and 12 and he still acts like I like loved it. I saw it earlier. Uh somebody said it, but they're like Giannis is the type of guy to put up that kind of stats. And still be like go to a press conference and be like, yeah, I'm just fighting for a roster spot right now. I mean, that's yeah. why like I love Giannis, honest, but uh the Celtics like I think it was the worst in history, was it shooting night of all time that they've had?
1: It had to be, it was so bad. It was
0: absolutely pathetic how that game went. 30%. I mean <laughs> they can only go up well from here, but yeah, the box is just a totally different human being than uh the Nets are. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, I was like, this is no Nets anymore. Like, the Bucs are for real on defense. <laughs> like, I, the Celtics lived in the paint, it seemed like, against the Nets. And then when they play the Bucks, they're so big. Like, Giannis and Bobby Portis comes in. It, um, obviously, Lopez is seven-foot. They're, they're just huge. And I they shot 53s, the Celtics did. I don't think that's their game plan going into any game. Who are if they
0: fucking Alabama?
1: <laughs> they just couldn't get anything done. Like, Tatum was getting ragdolled by Giannis. I don't know if you saw the, the videos, him trying to, like, body him up. It's like, this isn't no Kevin Durant. Like, he's a big guy. But the Celtics' defense was solid, I thought. Their offense is just terrible. Like, you can't win. Like, it goes to show – like, you can play all the defense if you want, but at some point you got to put the ball in the basket. And we said that all college basketball season, and they just couldn't.
0: Like it's annoying how like just you play against the Bucks and you don't know who's gonna like beat you that night. I mean, like Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen, fucking Wesley Matthews even some games, fucking who else am I missing? Like they just have these guys Drew Holiday had an insane game. Mm-hmm. Like it's just Giannis is gonna get his, he's gonna get his like triple double, Phil Bisacci, but like everybody else, they just <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like some night w- one or two of them at least is gonna show up and it's it's like almost frustrating to watch like because you never hear like shit about the Bucs all year like they're not a controversial team like no one even if they're good like no one's like oh look at the Bucs then like you see them playing like huge games like these and then you just have all these role players just stepping up playing like studs
1: yeah no yeah like Giannis didn't have a great game offensively but what he does like for the Bucs he's going to attract so much attention and he just knows he's like, I don't need to score. Well, I mean, he's he's really at 13
0: boards, 12 assists. Like yeah,
1: he's matured enough to, if they're going to send that many doubles, just pass out of it. Like he knows what he's doing. And they just get so many such valuable minutes out of their guys. Like Bobby Portis is just obviously like a three and D guy, but, and there's like a big body and then their bench, like Javon Carter comes in plays awesome minutes, like just a really good defensive Guy and just does his thing. Connington's a good shooter. Grayson Allen's a good shooter. Like Giannis is just you double down and they have shooters everywhere. So it's like they're just such a good basketball team and defensively. Oh my god, go through their lineup, how many good defensive play def, all defensive guys they have. It's ridiculous.
0: I got I kind of like seeing that out of uh Bootenholzer though, because like Bootenholzer, you know, he's with the Spurs, then he goes to the Hawks makes the Hawks like the number one seed in the East. And like the always had great Hawks teams, but like people knew they like weren't going anywhere with it. And he comes to the Bucks, he finally gets like his guy, his team, and they're unbelievable. So I mean, I've always known he's a great coach. It's just like the whole thing around him, like well, when he was with the Hawks anyway, it's just like, can he ever get it done? And he's putting putting these teams together better than anybody.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, he, he's killing – he's doing such a good job. But, like, it's crazy to think, like, he was almost, like – he was, like, on the hot seat two years ago, and then they won it all, and now he's, like, pretty much set. But Celtics, like, Jalen Brown and Tatum, you have 21 and 12 from them. Like, that's not – you're not beating the Bucks with that. Like, those guys got to get 50 or 60, like, combined points. Like, it, you got to have 20 and 30 from one of, one of them and the other. It's, like, it's not going to happen with 21 and 12.
0: Then uh, last thing I want to say about the series, um, when it's all said and done, who has more like blatantly fucking like flops shit like that? Uh, Marcus Smart or Grayson Allen, or not even just like flops, just like shit where it's like, oh, only them guys would do that.
1: I I have to say Marcus Smart because I think he's just like in the spotlight more. He plays yeah. more, but yeah, no great. Gray- like Grayson Allen, the thing is, he he yeah, he's a. Pass. Obviously, your Bulls fans aren't going to like him. I I don't mind him, but he's never done anything to me or like my teams. But he's just like I think he's he's good. That's the thing.
0: Well, I never like really minded Grayson Allen. It's like at Duke and shit. I kind of liked it. Like I yeah. kind of liked him, but then you see him like literally hurt people, and then it's yeah. like, well, fuck! Like this guy's got a he's got to be suspended for life.
1: No, I don't. I you mean I I like him. Oh, I like him a lot, but I don't know. Moving on,
0: Mavs versus Suns. They play today also. So, we'll just talk about the Warriors-Grizzlies. Warriors go up 1-0. What an interesting game. I mean, these Grizzlies, they must like starting a confrontation or something, but uh, the Warriors are all about it. I mean, Draymond gets ejected. Uh, Steph, he blocks Ja. ja and, like, what do you say? He's like, give me that
1: shit or something. or I don't yeah, know. I, I locked He's like, I got Jaw in lockdown or something like that.
0: <laughs> and then Jordan Poole, uh, I mean, this is like a third week in a row, but 31, 8, and 9, like, that's fucking unbelievable. Like, of the bench too, they needed it. And then uh, Ja and Jaron Jackson, they each dropped 33 and 34. They had unbelievable games, but the Warriors, I mean, they – it's the fucking Warriors.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you see Jaw when- and? Desmond Bain hit that like step back and Curry like stumbled. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah, started dancing. I'm like, this is the last team you want to do that shit to because they've been like, this is no Minnesota. Like, the Warriors are a lot different beasts. Like, Draymond gets ejected in the second quarter. Steph and Claire both in foul trouble. John ja made just as many threes this game as he did all last series. Jaron Jackson had 30 and he had, he averaged 11 points against the Timberwolves. He, he was dog shit and they still, and the Warriors still won. Mm hmm. Like, job ja played his best game. Jaren Jackson played his best game. It was probably career.
0: Desmond and, Bain didn't show up. But. Desmond Bain
1: didn't show up, no. And it's like, you could tell the difference between the Warriors and the Timberwolves. Like, Warriors are able to withstand. Every time Memphis hit, like, a three, like, I don't, I don't know if you saw, like, watch, it was awesome because Jaren Jackson hitting all these threes, but then Warriors come down and just silence the crowd right away with another three of their own or, like, an M1 or something. It was ridiculous
0: that's what i was gonna say though if the grizzlies are gonna have this like conversation shit going on in memphis just wait till they get the oakland like they're like this warriors crowd is gonna tear them apart like i've 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 got to remind myself their first game at like the warriors stadium i've got to bet on them and like put a lot on it because i think these guys are gonna walk in there just get their asses handed to them
1: i mean it They, yeah, they like War Memphis had to play almost their one of their best games, and Warriors had to play one of their worst, it seemed like, and they still ended up winning. It was just like Jordan Poole, for example, had 31 and like he almost had a triple double, and he didn't play the whole first seven minutes of the game. It was like that's how good this Warriors team is compared to like, yeah, that you could say what you want. Oh, Memphis lost game one to Timberwolves. Yeah, you go down one-oh to the Warriors, it's like going, you're down two-oh already. (laughs) <laughs> like, especially at your, you lost your home court already,
0: and like, it, yeah, like I don't want to keep like being a dead horse, but like like what you said, you play your best game for the most part,
1: and you still fucking lose. Didn't rebound very well, which is like they're like the number one rebounding team in the league, and the Warriors are probably the worst rebounding team in the league. They're so small, and the Warriors I think out rebounded them, just because they well, there's
0: maybe. Maybe they're just the worst rebounding team because they make all their shots,
1: yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just seemed like they couldn't be shook at all. like Steph's is not a good defender like at all, but he had that bigot that blockhead jaw at the end of the game like he stepped up and then Clay misses two free throws to go up three and then proceeds to make like the game winning defensive stop that just like shows the experience they have like don't get they don't get their heads down. they just continue play and it was. Two huge plays by Steph and Clay, They're two best players.
0: Um, anything more on NBA, Luke? I don't think so. A little bit of MLB here. So, Yankees, Twins, Angels, Mets, Brewers, and Dodgers they're all top of their division right now. Um, I think all of them have like super similar records, like no one's staying above another. But, uh, the Twins right now they're on the up and up nine and one in their last 10 games. Tell me about that, Luke
1: no the thing is like when we started the season i thought our pitching was going to be so bad but it is 10 times better than what everyone thought it was going to be like and the hitting was bad to start but now the hitting's catching up to the pitching so it's like i mean the bats are heating up so it's like these we're a good team um and then like joe ryan rookie our rookie pitcher 1.17 era and he's 3-0 and with like 25 k's he's just dealing every every time he gets on the mound and now uh Sano's hurt, so today they brought up Miranda, Jose Miranda, who everyone thought should have been up a long time ago to replace that first base over Sano because Sano's batting under 100 this year. So Here <laughs> curious to see how he does, minus Sano, who is almost an automatic out. But, no, yeah, once our bats got going, like, Correa's doing a lot better. Obviously, Arise is going to be right around 300 all year. And Kepler, Kepler's got four home runs in the last three games, I think. He's he's showed up huge. He's leading our league, leading our team in RBIs. And then um obviously um Correa had a bad start, but now he's starting to heat up. So it's yeah, now we're we're hot. So
0: yeah, I mean, as far as the Cubs, we can't score over one run to save our lives. Uh bats aren't there at all. And I mean, it's it's either day where the bats are working, pitching sucks, or it's the other way around. So I mean, whatever. It's <laughs> I didn't have, like, high expectations. And, like, at the beginning of the year, uh, like, I know, like, Barstool Carl's talking about it. He's, like, the Cubs guy for Barstool. And he's, like, if we can be up, like, three, four games or whatever going into May, he's, like, I think we're sitting pretty or whatever. Uh, and that's just <laughs> that went right down the shitter as soon as he said it probably. But whatever. Uh, but, I mean, other than that, MLB news, Ronald Cunha, he's back. What a quick recovery! First of all, and two, I mean, the Braves, I mean, they need him back. They're second last in their division right now in a tough division. Like that, they're going to need him.
1: Yeah. I mean, getting down. Yeah. They have such a good division. So obviously, if he can get back, but they did this last year. Like they were, at a, they were below 500 at their break last year, and then they just got hot. But I don't think anyone's catching the Mets because I don't think we might be forgetting that DeGrom has not played a game this year yet. So, sure about put the Mets, Zillow. Kyle Joc- Schwarber's Joc-
0: been Joc- Kyle Schwarber has been cold all year comes to the Mets that's his team like the Mets are his fucking kid and I think he's hit 11 home runs in 12 games or maybe the other way around something like that but he broke a record for like first anybody ever has never done that in their first 12 games against a team or 11 games whatever it is and yeah he's just, that's what he needed to get back in the swing
1: of things if they get the back and the like 90% of what the real Jacob deGrom is they're gotta be one of like the favorite to win the world series just their pit like how do you have deGrom and Scherzer in your rotation and then the other guys like um what's his name um Carrasco had a is having a good start like they're just they're all pitching so damn well it's just scary how good these guys can be if they get the ground back
0: well even that in that interview with Jake Arietta or that might have been it wasn't with PMT I think it was with uh like John Boy's group or something like that but they asked him, like, who the best pitcher is that he's ever seen, and he's like, it's Jacob DeGrom. He's like, it's absolutely unbelievable what he does. He's just bringing down everything, like, how he is. It's, yeah, they they can get him back. I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, it's like, like, and the other pitchers are pitching so well, too, like, Miguel, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. Bassett has had some really good starts. It's just, like, top to bottom, they're just pitching so damn well, and they don't even have the best pitcher in baseball yet. <laughs>
0: Oh, and uh Trevor Bauer, that gross motherfucker, he is suspended for two years effective immediately. So definitely deserves it. Um, I never liked him. I liked him on the Reds because he just gets so fired up and he's like the only player on their team. And I just like I just like when uh athletes use their emotion like that. But uh then I was on his side on the Garrett Cole thing with the whole fucking spider attack. But I mean after all them allegations of Whatever he did, I think he's like a sexual deviant or something. Like he's just super fucking weird. But I, yeah, that's why he's getting suspended in two years. I think, <laughs> I think that's a good break.
1: Two years is a lot. Yeah. like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't like it. He kind of got swept under the rug, like his old, his old situation. Everyone thought he could be back. But then all of a sudden, MLB comes out like, no, you're two years, you're done. And I don't yeah, think I'm
0: I was mean, either, though. Got to make an example out of the guys.
1: No, yeah, exactly. Like you can't. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to set it where this should never happen again. Like, it's similar to uh, not really similar, but like, the Cal- like Calvin really thing. Everyone's like, how is he getting a whole year of suspension? But it's like, do this one time and maybe, and then it'll shut up ever. Like, the rest of it, prevent other players from doing it. Yep. Let's
0: move into uh, NCAA. So, NCAA president Mark Emmert steps down. Uh, no shit. I don't blame him. Like I imagine he's getting probably like death threats and everything, knowing how crazy college sports fans are. And he has to deal with probably the hardest times ever for a college president. I mean, whoever's taking his spot, good luck. I don't know how you're going to do it. Cause no matter what you do, people aren't going to be happy. And I think just at the end of the day, you have to do what's in the best interest of the athletes themselves. And that's doing what they're doing now. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone hates like a lot of people hate the NCAA. So I mean, getting out, getting well, out. It's like just, now.
0: Their fan bases, I think are just 10 times more like maybe not loyal. Or I don't know what word I'm looking for here than like professional teams yeah, where maybe. like people just feel like this connection with whatever college team they like and they'll do absolutely anything for them to succeed and then you're like an Iowa state fan and uh, Tyrese Hunter leaves and you just fucking lose your mind. And it's like, well, it's, <laughs> I
1: don't know. Yeah. I, I don't mind. Like, I don't, I don't really know like the specifics of it and like why he did it. I haven't really looked into it too much, but I mean, they've got NCAA over the last time of years, has gotten a lot of heat. So whether it's deserving or not. So, I mean, getting, stepping down, I don't really, I understand it. Cause Holy shit people, they lose their minds over that shit
0: well where where the ncaa was at like i guess even when we were in high school was every high school kid in america who likes sports was writing papers about why college athletes should get paid so then now they changed it that and now I, it. now I bet every like adult ever is like sending them letters like hey you motherfuckers like put it back the way it was but they're <laughs> it's it's a lose-lose and i mean like i said it's do what's best for the kids
1: yeah i i think having the nil thing i like i've been i've said this i think it's great for this sport but for all the sports i should say so i don't know people have their own opinions but i think it's good i think what he did with that is good but obviously there's a lot of other shit like the sec and shit like they're talking about just leaving making their own fucking like just leaving the ncaa like making their own power out like i don't know
0: i mean they probably could super
1: league League, that's the word i'm looking for like that literally that they were talking about that last year
0: yeah oh man i don't know but moving on terrence shannon from texas tech he was going to transfer to michigan but then he transferred to illinois because of some like restrictions i guess with i don't know it feels like gpa or credits or i don't know like you probably know more about this than i do but hunter dickinson the fucking leader of michigan's basketball team tweets at mark adams text coach which how dare he mark adams is sweetheart but he thinks that there's some fishy shit going on here where mark didn't allow him to transfer to michigan and then he just went to illinois but why the hell would mark adams care if he went to just a different big 10 school like, they're not going to play each other. Yeah, like, like, Texas Tech isn't going to be playing Michigan anytime soon. And same with Illinois. It's like, why? Well, I, I don't know if he has, like, a personal, like, vendetta or whatever against the University of Michigan, but I don't get, like, the whole point.
1: I think Hunter Dickinson is just, uh, I mean, I've said this. I don't like him. and I think he's just being a little bitch about it. It's like, yeah, okay. I Maybe he knows something that none of us really know, but it's like, there's no reason like why would mark adams be like this if he wasn't if i understand if he would have like been commit there and then he came back or something like maybe there was something there like maybe he did something to, like, i don't know but to go to another big 10 team it's like what do you think like mark adams like hates it has to be that he just thinks he hates michigan but i don't know i i don't like Hunter dickinson anyways and
0: yeah it's not like juan howard fucking smushed yeah adams in the face <laughs>
1: Yeah, like your own coach is like under a lot of heat for being like doing all this shit. Like, not like maybe to the extent of like whatever Mark Adams is doing, but like, I don't know your own coach. People are t- saying I was such a fucking bad person. He is. So I don't know why you're coming Mark <laughs> Mark Adams. Like. uh
0: like. Moving on Gonzaga. I think this is the only other thing I have for like transfers. Efton Reed commits there. Uh They also got a four-star point guard uh, or guard Dusty Stormer. I think he's in like. 20 or the next year's draft class or not draft class but like yeah. high school graduating yeah. class or whatever but i don't know uh Afton reed though he i thought he was like as mid as it gets for lsu but like i know he's like a great prospect everything so i mean i imagine he'll do just fine at gonzaga
1: Did, there's someone that has gonzaga in their top two that's transferring who the hell is it i don't know but yeah um Left Reed, yeah, he's going to be a solid piece for him. Obviously, he's no like stud, but he's a good player. I mean, he's good at LSU, So, I mean, Gonzaga's Gonzaga. They're just going to, they're going to do good no matter what.
0: And then, uh, last thing I have for college basketball, uh, North Carolina gets number five overall, like recruit, power four, Gigi Jackson. Um, I mean, fuck, like, UNC is really putting together quite the damn team this year. Yeah, they're
1: good. Well, obviously he's for a couple of years, right? Gigi is. I honestly because I don't think you could no, yeah, yeah, Is he this this year?
0: That's that's what I thought. Yeah. Read,
1: I think I might have read the uh I might have read it wrong then, yeah. But they're good. He I mean you see what they're they've done, so like obviously like people are getting attracted to that.
0: Yeah, shit. I'm trying to look right now, but oh uh, for twenty twenty three.
1: Yeah, I guess I I thought he was uh I couldn't remember or how, how I read it, but yeah, obviously he's a top top guy. So he's going to be really good.
0: I'm moving into college football though. The Texas Longhorns zero players picked in this draft. I mean, like after the season they had, like, I kind of see it, but like still like Texas is a huge football school. I mean, Texas claims that they pretty much put football religion and then everything else like football is fucking King there and them representing your state with zero draft picks this year. It's unbelievable. I know Texas has a insane team coming in this year, and they'll have plenty of draft picks in the future, but I just think that's mind-boggling that not a person from their team got into this draft.
1: Yeah, like, you look at some, like, teams that have got, like, have guys that are picked. Like, there's so many, like, FCS teams, like, D2 guys that it, like, get drafted. Like, how do you not have one I it just it's amazing. All their good players, obviously, are coming back, so that's that's part of it. But still, you can't get one guy drafted.
0: Yeah, I mean, like going into it next year, though, you're gonna have Bijan Robinson. He's gonna probably be really high draft pick. Then, uh at quarterback, did they're the team that got Ewers right? Yeah, but obviously, he won't be eligible. But still, I mean, they. Texas, they've done really good, like, in this offseason, everything, getting people there, so it can't get used to this, but it it is fucking hilarious looking back on it, especially, like, I hate Texas so much, just because they're, like, the most, they're just like the Cowboys, where they should be good every year, but they're fucking not, and it's in every sport, too, and I don't know, I just think they're the college of disappointment.
1: Yeah, and I, I was talking to Jack about this. He said I oh, was so like overrated there or whatever. I'm like, I think they could I think they could have a year this year for the reason that like yeah, they you say that every year, but when is the last time they had a guy like Quinn Ears as quarterback? Right. Well they, and yeah.
0: still they have they haven't like decided a starter I saw today. Like they're still yeah. um it's still like up between him and somebody else, so
1: and then obviously um Bijan Robinson's back, he's a stud. He's unbelievable. So uh, I think they got a good good thing coming though yeah, really but you say it every year i understand but like at some point it's texas and they they're gonna turn it around i i really want to say but i maybe they don't i don't know
0: like just what i thought was funny is people really clowning for it that uh university of kansas got a football player drafted but they couldn't
1: it's like yeah, no, yeah. yeah. i saw a bunch of shit there was like just guys that just are not good like colleges, like really small. I never even heard of them. Got at least one guy you have to like, how do you, you're Texas. You make them, they make the most money of any college team.
0: Yeah, no, that's like the most shocking thing about that. I don't know why I didn't even bring that up, but yeah, they're the most lucrative college team in the United States. Right next to them is Texas A&M. Like I imagine a shit ton of that income is all from football, almost damn near everything about it. And yeah, they still can't put, of a good product on the field. I don't know.
1: It's re- it's just, it's ridiculous how they can't figure it out. But
0: I, I tell you what though, these recruits going to Texas are going to have some insane NIL deals.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, they're swimming in money there. I, it's going to be crazy. That's, that's why they're going to be getting good. I'll tell you. No, I imagine
0: their alumni program has to be the best in the nation for follow, like, football, man. like where their alumni will literally would rather be broke than watch Texas have one losing season. Like, I think that's how they are there. I, I don't know. But then the last thing I have in the news, Urban Meyer is in talks with Fox sports. I mean, no shit. He's going to Fox. No way he'd make it an ESPN, (laughs) but uh, yeah, Fox sports, Urban Meyer, I imagine the people who watch Fox, like, Often, like religiously, they won't care that Urban Meyer fools around with uh you know, maybe younger women. She looked of age, but uh th- she's young to say the least. But uh yeah, I think he'll do way better in a booth than he would on the fucking sideline.
1: Oh yeah, I, I think I think he'll be fine. Um, obviously he knows the game. I mean, he's at Ohio State for how many years, but is it gonna be like in the booth? Did he say? NFL or I college. think he'll,
0: he'll probably be like a pre and post game like
1: analyst guy no, on like the on the call. Okay, yeah, I, I imagine he'll be fine because he's he's like been on uh, the game day like quite a bit just oh like yeah. as, a, as a appearance. So
0: I mean, you'd think they'd just let <laughs> let the uh, I don't know buzz on him die a little bit though. Yeah, like no he, shit. he's when- <laughs> he's like the most kind cond- of. Other than John Gruden, he's like the most controversial like uh yeah. coach yeah. out there right now.
1: Yep, yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know.
0: But anyway, that's all I have for news, unless you got anything else.
1: I found out who it was. It was uh Kevin McCullers down to Gonzaga, Kansas, or the NBA.
0: So oh, fuck. that's kind of tough for Texas
1: Tech. Yeah. But he had like a rough year last year getting hurt and stuff, like right. That's why Terrence Shannon probably left too. It was the same. They were like the exact same situation. They were just hurt to start the year, and then they probably struggled to find their way into that rotation because of how good they were doing without him. So it's just, just one of them things, time to move on. Just easy as that. But yeah, Gonzaga in Kansas. So if he goes to Kansas, that would suck. But for a Texas tech.
0: Yeah, shit. I mean, <laughs> then maybe, then maybe Mark Adams could pull some strings, you know.
1: Like if he, yeah. if
0: he decommit- or was going to go to Kansas and he's like, no, you have to go to Gonzaga, that, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because in in the conference.
0: But anyway, that is all we have for you guys this week. We're going to be doing a draft this week. I know I said it the last two weeks, but the guy we're supposed to have on keeps fucking bailing on us. So we're just going to get somebody different. Um, but thanks for listening. And as always, take it easy.
2: Little boy in a baseball hat Stands in the field with his ball and bat Says I am the greatest player of them all Puts his bat on his shoulder And he tosses up his ball And the ball goes up and the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still, you can hear the sound The baseball falls to the ground Now the little boy doesn't say a word Picks up his ball, he is undeterred Says, I am the greatest there has ever been he grits his teeth and he tries it again and the ball goes up and the ball comes down swings his bat all the way around the world's so still you can hear the sound the baseball falls to the ground